Hey everyone, welcome back to the second part of our International Women's Day special. We continue our free-flowing conversation with Girl Up Unnati. Let's dive in. So, you all told about what are the biases that we're here to break. So, what future do you envision beyond breaking these biases? Right, so there are a lot of um, positives that we can envision with a society where biases aren't prevalent. Uh, these are some of the few. Uh, a more accepting society for women as a lot of the biases curb women from doing what they actually wish to do. Uh, in workplaces, more potential can be tapped if women are freely allowed to achieve their potential and be paid in par with their worth. Classrooms being more inclusive and not shying away from ensuring students are kept in the light when it comes to gender equality, respecting females and the LGBTQ community, and also same-sex marriage. Less room for insecurities can can be caused by eradicating uh, public opinions. Uh, taboos of menstruation and sex education being eradicated, and more support being extended in terms of all things related to abortion, pregnancy, and reproductive education. Um, clothing stores promoting more unisex apparel, children being able to form more coherent identities for themselves with no scope for being pigeonholed. For example, several people are lobbying for the banning of Kinder Joy, as was mentioned earlier. Just generally a safer and more progressive society for women will be found when biases are broken and women are acknowledged, accepted and allowed to grow. These are just a few pros to a future where biases are broken, and that's proof enough that this must be achieved in the near future. Yeah, especially the part where you spoke about gender-neutral products. Um, yesterday, day before yesterday, we had this business proposal event, and my friend and I we actually proposed gender-neutral makeup products, especially in India, because. I don't think there's any prominent brands that offer it, and I think that would be a great move to bring about gender equality. Does anyone else have any points to add on to this? I just have one point. Okay, um, I think uh, I mean Adya covered most of them, and you know, having a society like that would just be literally the best place to live in. Um, I think one major thing is, uh, I mean, she mentioned Kinder Joy. So adding to that, um, you know, uh, like toys and like as a kid, I don't really remember ever being gifted a car or like a STEM uh, project <clears throat> game or something like that. Like I was always given like Barbie dolls and kitchen sets and things like that and stuffed toys. So, uh, you know, looking at that, I wish people would be more inclusive and there would be, um, you know, no bias there and girls would be gifted such things as well. And, you know, uh, more gender inclusive toys. Um, yeah. So that kids can grow, I mean, grow up in an environment where they can be whatever they want to be. They don't have to think, okay, I'm a girl, so I should be doing this. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree with you. I think as a kid, so when we had these projects or we had these fancy dress days and stuff, and when they would ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up and stuff like that, I would be inclined to say, yeah, I want to be a nurse as opposed to I want to be a doctor. Because traditionally, if you see doctors are usually men and nurses are usually women in like at least 
during that time when i was younger uh, i don't know how much change has come about right now i think it's just fractional amount compared to what we would expect it to be considering the number of years that have passed a decade almost so yeah i think you're right so imbibing from a younger age that you can be whatever you want to be without being gender specific when it comes to the toys or clothes or whatever it is i think that will help broaden their vision as to they can do whatever they want in the future and there's no ba- there's no barrier for them because of their gender does anyone else have anything to add on to this point yeah, yeah. um i just wanted to say that we are talking about you know how uh, young girls should also be encouraged to take up stem projects and play with cars and other things that aren't um stereotypically meant for women but i also feel that girls if they want to play with those barbie dolls and have a pink room i think that should also be okay it shouldn't be labeled as oh you're a girl so you should do this but it's okay if you do that that's that's totally okay so that's also something i felt that was worth mentioning Yeah, absolutely, definitely. People should be free to do what they feel like doing. And I think breaking the bias in a sense gives people more freedom. So I I think it's equivalent to giving people freedoms like breaking free of the shackles of whatever is binding you, whatever traditional stereotypes are binding you and breaking the bias is like giving more freedom to all genders. Does anyone else have anything to add on? okay so basically there's there's a very high rise of awareness am- amongst people about the pink tax recently and it's because of many people talking about it and also as ananya mentioned earlier the cars are were mainly used like they mainly tested with male dummies but recently they started testing it with women as well so that's a step forward I just, I just wanted to share that. Awesome. That's great to hear that, that people are progressing. Things are progressing. Shivangi, what do you have to share about this? Yeah, I'd just like to add that while we recognize that we're all um, hoping to uh, envision a future in which there's equality, we must also recognize that it just doesn't mean giving same opportunities. it means elevating women to be in a position to compete fairly with men this doesn't just mean that you have 50 seats for women 50 for men this is understanding that women are structurally structurally intrinsically inherently disadvantaged and we need to pro- have provisions in place to se- secure their future and like um have some sort of a reservation policy anything that actively promotes them to take part in these events and not just equating everything that comes in our way so we also must recognize that we are different in some ways we are biologically different we have been uh, disenfranchised for a long time and um, there are things that are different and we have to keep those in mind while stipulating policies or just anything in the future that's what i want to say yeah exactly right now it's about equity so there's this picture you can picture it there's there are three people um this picture aptly describes equity so there's a person who's really tall and there's a person who's of medium height and there's a really short person and there are three boxes so there's a wall and they are trying to look at what's going on behind the wall and trying to see what's happening there so equality will be giving each of them one box but the shortest person may not be able to see what is happening on the other side of the wall 
And equity will be giving the shortest person two boxes and the person of medium height one box so that all of them are able to see what is happening on the other side. So you put it beautifully and you said you beautifully explained how equity is essentially extremely important and 100% agree with that. Thank you. That was a great way to explain equality and equity. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That picture is just like always has stuck with me ever since I saw it. Being a part of Girl Up must take a lot of time and resources for all of you. So what role does your family play in supporting you in this? Let's start with Saina. Um, right. So I never saw Girl Up um, as something to do, like a work, like a chore. I, I always wanted to do it. I took joy out of doing it and I found it so, um, I don't know how to say it, but it was just so enjoyable. I liked doing the research and the work that I was supposed to do. I didn't find it um, tiresome at all. And my family has been super supportive. They say that um, it's great that you're doing so much stuff for the society, so much stuff for you as a woman, you know, empowering yourself, empowering those around you, helping other girls come in and showing them that this is what we're doing and this is how you can help. So yeah, it's been great. I love it. That's amazing to hear. Janvi, can you tell us about how your family has supported you? Yeah, they, they really love what I'm doing because it's truly out of my comfort zone. And mostly, it, I have a hard time talking to people. And this really helps me, helps me network with people and help people out through this. So they're really supportive about it. That's great. There's a saying, seek discomfort and there's growth and struggle. So I think by putting yourself out there, you're really helping yourself and you're also helping other people to shape their lives and to become a better person. Awesome. Adya, can you tell us about how your family is supporting you? Same as everyone, my family's been really supportive as well. And when I told them I'm joining Girl Up, they were like, that's a great thing to do. And they've heard about the Girl Up organizations. And my dad follows the Girl Up on the Instagram page. So they check out every post we put out. And <laughs> yeah, it's it, they've been amazing about it. And they're willing to learn so much more about today. And yeah, I think that's great. That's amazing. Great to hear that you have so much support and such an enthusiastic dad who is following the Instagram profile and everything. Shivangi, can you tell us how your family has supported you in this? Yeah, so uh, my parents have been pretty supportive, but I'd like to talk about my sister. Um, she was very, very inspired by this cause and it actually motivated her to start her own Girl Up Club. Or should I say she plans to start her own Girl Up Club in the future. And she's totally awed and she so passionately believes in the cause that we're trying to advocate for. And um, she's been a constant help and support. And she agrees to help out with my tasks, be present at meet, uh, at webinars, and just takes a lot of interest in the overall way we function and do things. How old is your sister? She's 13 right now. Oh, wow. So you, you truly have 
caused a change you have inspired people you have inspired your sister to start her own club and that's how it's like a domino effect right she that will is. inspire many more people and it's awesome yeah she's spoken to her friends about it and all of them are very very passionate and it's so it's so like fulfilling to see these young girls and at the slightest hint of injustice they will raise their voice regardless of the circumstance whether they're in class in the principal's room no we have to be treated equally everywhere and it's it's very fulfilling to see that's great and yeah i think i can i've seen even my sister who's in fourth grade right now she's 10 even she you know is really vocal about things which she sees especially in her class or anything and i think the younger generation in general they are more assertive and they are more vocal and in general they are louder when it comes to talking about these things and i think that is just amazing so ananya how has your family supported you in this love hearing about both your sisters that's so so cool when i was their age i would have never had the courage to speak up to any one of authority because my school mattered to me so much like oh i have to be at the top i can't i can't call out anyone so that's so so cool okay um my sister is amazing she like every little thing that i'll be doing Uh, she'll look and she'll she'll say, "Oh, you should do that, or you should do this." And I feel like she's kind of part of the club, but not part of the club. <laughs> so uh, that's really cool, and she loves everything that we're doing. My mom is super, super supportive, and I feel like you know she's also learning so much about what we're doing. And my mom knows a lot of people, so uh, a lot of people that we've reached out to with like my mom has helped me with contacts and stuff. But you know, being realistic. as an 11th grade science student my mom did occasionally tell me oh, what are you doing oh i'm doing galap oh stop that you have to study you're always doing galap but i mean she's been super supportive with it so it's been amazing it's so amazing to hear how all of your families have supported you and you're just so passionate about it i can see it in each and every one of you the raw passion that flows through it's so inspirational How is Girl Up helping to make the future you guys mentioned the reality? Let's start with Shivangi. All right. Um, two things. Um, I've mentioned this repeatedly, but I think it's very important. So I'm going to say it again. Um, firstly, we involve young kids. Uh, we, Girl Up is typically a high school initiative, which means that we're involving kids at a very tender young age. I mean, I wouldn't call us young, but like we're still starting early, and we're trying. We're identifying a cause in society. I think uh, that's a unique benefit of Girl Up Unity. We start young. Um, so, what does this do? This helps us grow as a generation that is more woke, that's more aware. We won't be exploited as easily. uh we have a voice and we're going to use it in the future so uh the fact that girl up is a high school initiative is a way i see i feel we're bringing about change in the future um secondly which directly attacks problems in status quo uh we recognize something is wrong and we're also doing something towards it i think everything that was spoken about today in this webinar on some level points to just one cause 
of us being heard and being given an equal space in society. And we do this through a variety of ways, right? We've already mentioned like content on our Instagram page, webinars, lives, uh, inviting guest speakers, having people, uh, influential people talk on public forums to influence young, young students. Um, I feel, uh, yep, advocacy awareness is where we're actually trying to um, uh, dive deep into because we feel that once we are all aware, it's up to you to make the right decision. And we do believe that most people in status quo, when once they're aware of all the facts, will make the right decision. Um, so our two unique benefits of what we're doing is we're starting young and we're ta actively targeting the problem. So Saina, how do you feel Girl Up Unity will create this future that you envision? Yeah, so Girl Up Unity, uh, like Shivangi said, targets the younger audience. So obviously super beneficial to them and to us. We're learning so much. We're learning as much as we give. And I think that's the whole point of the club. And um, Girl Up, not just Unity, but Girl Up is so widespread. And obviously the more girls, the more awareness and the more they will spread and the more their friends will spread. It's just a chain reaction. Like you said, the domino effect, just that. So um, I think awareness is the most important thing that we are doing right now, spreading um, awareness uh, on the feminist movement and everything that circles that. And um, again, targeting the younger audience and then educating them. And then uh, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just fulfilling to have that kind of sense of pride that you are doing something for the society and you're giving back. And yeah, that's about it. I think Shivani said everything already. So she covered everything. Janvi, can you tell us about how Girl Up is going to impact the future and going to be a part of the change that you envision? I think I'm supposed to mention this. Unity basically means progress or advancement. It's embedded in the name itself. So we want, as both of them already stated, we wanted to raise uh, awareness about various problems faced by women in society and also support many causes and partner up with different organizations and help a lot of people in the process. Adya, can you tell us about how do you think Girl Up is going to create the change that you envision? Um, like everyone spoke about, Girl Up Unity is working towards a progressive society and it feels good to, you know, play your part in the feminist movement. Uh, and something that I really thought I should bring up is that all of our meetings are very inclusive and accepting spaces and there's no judgment around. And we discuss topics that are taboos, like, and we bring about mental health a lot, which I feel like is very important. Every session, Ananya or someone else checks on how the rest of the team is doing. So we're always prioritized. And yeah, and I think that's very important and that's very it's a good initiative taken. So Ananya, can you tell us about how Girl Up is going to change the future? So a major thing that, uh, you know, we try to do is within the club itself, spread awareness, because I mean, we're all not experts just because we're Girl Up leaders. We don't know as much as there is to feminism or gender equality as that uh, uh, we don't know that much. So 
Um, I remember, I think one of our first like club activities uh, within the club for members of the club was having this sort of like a brainstorm session. So, uh, you know, we asked all the members to kind of put in words that they associate with feminism and gender equality. And we put it into like a word cloud and we discussed those. And I think, you know, just discussing it with people, you know, with your friends, with your family, is something super important. And like Shivangi said, like everyone said, you know, it'll aid a lot to the spreading awareness part of the feminism, of the feminist movement. So that was one thing that we did that I thought was really cool. So we do such things. We do small activities within the club. We had this um, song rewrite activity a couple of weeks ago, I think last week, where you know, we asked members to uh, think of songs with problematic lyrics, with non-inclusive lyrics, and rewrite the songs and change their meaning so that they're more relevant, more inclusive, and they don't put down any community in any way. So, you know, small things like that. And we also have bigger events where we, you know, make it open to everyone and we have little talks with people and just talk about things. We're looking to do a lot bigger offline events now that you know the pandemic situation is a little better. So yeah, stay tuned. We'll be doing a lot of stuff in the coming months. Sounds really exciting. And as you said, um, yeah, none of us are experts in this topic. And um, I saw a quote which is really relevant to this. So as you were saying, we all have a lot to learn and we're all on a constant journey of learning. And this quote is really appealing to me. The uncomfortable truth is that we're all biased, dependent on our circumstances and environment. And to believe otherwise is to be foolish. What we need to do is own that bias, not accept it, be willing to have uncomfortable conversations, learn, be wrong, grow, evolve, and make space for every mistake that we and others make to be an opportunity to learn. So this was quoted by Carolyn Casey, who's an award-winning social entrepreneur and visionary activist. And I think this is just so profound. And it talks about how everyone has some inherent biases and we all need to continuously work towards reducing that to the extent that we have lesser and lesser biases. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I just wanted to say that um, I totally agree with that. I think it's something that we don't really acknowledge that we keep saying that, oh, I'm all for equality, but you will always have um, small little things that you think are right, even though it's not totally equal. So, and you know, it's okay to be wrong, like the quote said, and it's, it's you should be wrong. So then you, then you can learn. Um, yeah, so I just, I think it's a very good quote. I love it. And that's what you guys are doing that you guys are giving everyone a safe space and non-judgmental space so that everyone can discuss and talk about what they think and if they are wrong they can be educated about why it is wrong in the kindest possible way with compassion and no judgment and it's an amazing thing that you guys are doing really commendable is there anything else you guys want to talk about um, I'd just like to add on that we're talking a lot about stuff that's wrong with how women are treated, but we also have to recognize that the reason this is happening is because previous generations were conditioned this is the case. So this is not someone's explicit fault, and we're not trying to 
uh, outcast and target a particular group of people who might not be feminist today. We're just trying to we understand that there are circumstances that led to these beliefs in people, and we we're just trying to make people aware of what things ideally should be like. But we aren't vengeful or aggressive in any way shape or form we're just we understand that people have beliefs for different reasons it might just be because of the, the way they have been brought up um we're trying to change that uh change that perception through by doing a variety of small things just wanted to add that in case this uh, whole session sounded a little too passive aggressive yeah absolutely and also we also acknowledge the fact that it is not just women who are treated unequally there are men and people of all other genders are also treated in a biased manner and they also experience biases we definitely acknowledge that and this being a women international women's day special episode we were and the club being girl up club which is advocating for equality of women and their rights we were focusing on these issues solely so thank you so much for being a part of this session i thoroughly enjoyed it i learned a lot and it was really fun and really interesting to get the perspective of so many women and i also want to say that the people here today with us they are few of the representatives of girl up there are 11 people in their core committee and over 30 people in the girl up unity club and i would encourage each and every one of you viewing this on youtube or listening to it on our podcast to check out their instagram page which will be linked below and in the show notes in case of the podcast and see how quickly we can reach 100 people Thank you so much guys. It was a pleasure having all of you and thank you for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having us. I think all of us enjoyed sitting and like talking about this stuff. Like it's just fun. And now a message for all the listeners from the president of Girl Up Unity. Uh we'd love it if you join us at Girl Up Unity. Uh we're doing a lot of work and um I hope some of it interests you and We hope that you join our team one day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Thank for having you. us. I thoroughly enjoyed Thank it. Having us. Thank you. For those who are interested in joining Girl Up Unity, learning more about the feminist movement and being a part of this change, the link to their Instagram account is provided in the show notes. It is not just you contributing to the society, but you will also grow and improve your leadership skills by being a part of this big change. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great day.